Listen, folks, when is the last time you tried a product and it was so damn good, you turned it around, looked at the back, tried to find a website, a phone number, something, and you actually reached out to that company? Uh, I had an energy drink, uh, Baja Lime Raise Energy. It was so damn good, I reached out to them and said, hey, is there any way possible I can get a discount code for the podcast? They instantly wrote me back and said, how's 15% off your entire order? So listen, you go to repsports.com, put everything you want in a cart, use the code word BURNBRIDGEPOD, it's all one word. At checkout, you get 15% off your entire order. That's repsports.com, use the code word BURNBRIDGEPOD, all one word, and you get 15% off your entire order. What's going on, people? It's your boy, Big Rick. Back at it again for episode eight. It's crazy that we're at eight. It's crazy that you're still listening. Um, This episode, uh, we don't have Kenny with us. He's in the middle of moving into his new house. Hopefully things get situated. We get to see him pretty soon. So it's just me and Joel this time. He invited me over for dinner. Uh, Then we sat out on the patio and uh, had a pretty good hour, some odd conversation. Uh, this episode, we talk about my man Joe Smashing down in Delaware. He wants to make an intro with us. So me and Joe talking about wanting to go down there and uh, bang that out. And then um, my man Adam at the Evening Gap. I got a story about him. We met up at Sidelines in Millville, New Jersey. And uh, whole story behind that. And then uh, after that, we have uh, our first question from our good buddy and... Uh, acclaimed author Brandon Moore uh, sent us a question through Anchor if you uh, want to send us a question you have to make an account on uh, anchor.fm find us the Burning Bridges podcast click on message plus leave us a little little voice message and we'll definitely read it like we got 25 minutes of content out of Brandon's question so if you literally want to ask us anything in the universe that's the way to do it. Go to anchor.fm, make an account, find us, leave a message, uh, enjoy the episode. I love you as always, and peace. We have to plan a day to go to, uh, where's Joe live? Delaware? Oh, yeah, yeah. He lives in Delaware, right? Wilmington. We need to go down there, because he said he'll... He'll make an intro and everything for us. Yeah. Like, I want, like, a full-length song. That's cool, because I have friends that live in Wilmington that I'm friends with on PlayStation. Oh, yeah? He, uh... He said he'd, uh... He'd make us a full-length song for, like, an intro-outro thing. And then, like, we can just use, like, the first 30 seconds. And then at the end of the episode, we can just drop the whole damn song every time. Yeah. And I want, I want something to be fucking fire, bro. Oh, yeah. We'll both be meeting him for the first time. I've never yeah, met him. I haven't either. A lot of my, my Facebook friends are like that, and, and I'm meeting all these people, and I find out they're all <coughs> dope ass people. I'm like, y'all are better than my own goddamn friends. Joe Joe is super dope. Like he, he uh, I I forget. I think he just I got a random request from him one day, and I checked out his page and saw he had music and listened to his music. I swore you just knew him. Mu- no, I'd like because I met him through you. I liked actually, his music so. when I think he was just shooting out friend requests and. uh yeah, but Joe's a dope dude. <clears throat> He's alright right now. I haven't met him yet. I'll keep it like that. Everyone's okay until I meet them. Oh, I, I met, uh, I hung out with Adam from, uh, The Evening Gap. 
Oh yeah. I was friends with him on Facebook for like two, three weeks. I was supposed to. We have a mutual friend. We were supposed to meet him at um, Sidelines in Millville. My buddy hits me up. My buddy Ryan. He's like, "Oh, I just left. I'm already like, in Millville. Like, yeah, I'm almost there." He's like, "Oh, I just left. I should be there about six o'clock, five thirty, six o'clock." I'm there at four. So what the fuck? So I'm trying to figure out what to do for two hours. So I hit up the Adam. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to the sidelines to meet up with Ryan. And I don't know if you want to hang out with us. Because he was hitting me up last week talking about uh, wanting to hang out if we didn't record. Man, then life is hitting them motherfuckers. Because I've been wanting to, I, they've been trying to get me on to do their podcast for the past, like, month. And every Friday something comes up. And now this guy needs surgery or something like that. I'm like, Jeez. what the fuck, dude? Can't catch a break. Yeah, I'll be over there eventually. I go pick him up. And I'm, I go into the, I, I park my car. And he's already outside. He, I'm like, what's up, man? How's it going? He's like, God damn, you're a big motherfucker, dude. <laughs> That's the first thing he said to me. And he gets in the car. He's like, he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know if I can have like company of uh, someone I've never met before at my girlfriend's parents' house. So we'll just go out and go do something. I'm like, whatever, I'm, I'm cool with that. We were trying to waste time until Ryan got back to the mall or to the uh, sideline. So we ended up going like. Uh, I was just driving. We drove through Millville, drove to Vineland. We went to Spirit. Then we went to the mall. I got a Annie Ann's pretzel. And then I realized I took Adam out on a date, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a that's a good way to get acquainted. Yeah, we had a we had a little little bird date, pretty much. And then okay. we went then we went all the way back to sidelines. Sat there for a good twenty minutes in the in the car talking, and uh, we were talking calm because he. He, asked, he was asking me, like, comedy questions. Like, do you write your own jokes? And do you actually write them down on paper? And, and then we, we, he was, I was giving him, like, podcast advice and whatnot. And um, we were kind of, like, switching notes on that. Yeah, <coughs> I looked at him. I'm like, I'm I'm going in and buying a beer. I'm not waiting for Ryan no more. So we go in, and we go to the little back deck where they all the TVs and shit are on. Mm-hmm. Have you been to the yeah. ones before? Yeah, yeah, okay. plenty of time. Okay. That's where we had our draft last year. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, so, we go in there, buy a couple beers, and I swear to everything, the waitress thought me and him were gay, or we were on, like, a gay date or something, like, she was You, if, if, uh, if I saw you in public and with another guy, I, I could assume that you were gay. You oh, kinda, you yeah, so? yeah you keep a, you keep a very clean cut look. I try to. It. Like, very clean look, Yeah. I could, I could definitely see you. I'm so, I mean, I give it two, three weeks, and I have like Bill from King of the Hill going on, like my hairline, my hair's growing out a little bit, and like my beard's all fucked up and <laughs> shit. I try my best to look nice, as you can tell in the uh, the uh, cover art that we use for the podcast. I used the best, like I had a shape up, and like I didn't use a like a normal picture of myself. Yeah, we should go through, like, all the steps we need to take to get a hold of Ludacris. I guess it was publicist. <laughs> or Ja Rule, better. Like, we could get Ja Rule easier. But, uh, all the steps and just, like, right, tell him straight up, like, hey, you want to do an interview with our podcast for, uh, nothing, like, out of nothing more than the kindness of your heart? And a sticker. And a t-shirt. Give me a t-shirt. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I want to slowly start giving. I, I feel tell like, him if not, Fifty Cent said he would do it. Yo, Fifty was mm-hmm. just in a casino the other day. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Oh shit. 
I just learned about about it today. Okay. Yeah, that'd have been cool to be there for. My my buddy said he had to tell him where some shit was. He said he told him and he he started walking away. He squinted in his eyes. He turned around and looked at the dude. He was like, fifty. And then he said fifty. Started laughing at him. He was like, yeah, it's me. Let's talk about Kenny. Kenny's doing adult things again. He bought a house. Yeah. Uh, Jealous. And he was talking about a hernia surgery. And what else? Yeah, Kenny bought a house. He's finalizing the house. And I guess they have to like do some things. And uh, he's getting that Series 65 license at the end of the month. Yeah, he's doing a bunch of adult things. So he's not going to be here for, what do you say, eight weeks? Eight weeks? A couple weeks. Oh, a few it? weeks. Oh, I thought he said eight weeks. Like, goddamn, eight motherfucking weeks. I want to say he said it was like eight weeks or some shit. He told us last week he's got a hernia. He never told us where he got it from or how he got it or anything. But he might have to have surgery. So there's a slim chance of this camping trip that we're talking up might have to be rescheduled, but... Ooh. Yeah, so far I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think anything's a problem. He said it. He said everything would still be on if, if nothing happens. Yeah, hopefully there's just some type of medication he can, he can take that'll help him out, and he won't need surgery. But I don't know. I still want to know how he got the hernia. All, all the weird weightlifting that I've done, I've never had a hernia, so I don't even know what that feels like. You think he's like yeah, pushing too hard pooping or like how do you do that? What does Kenny do to get a hernia? If I've never got one <laughs> is what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, right he now. uh he spends a lot of time sitting. You think that's where it's from? I don't know. Like it Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea, but I just I, I know that through his work history he spent a lot of time sitting. So Kenny, since you're not here, if you want to make an account on anchor and uh leave us a or a rebuttal in our messages. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more than welcome to do that. He's not going to listen to this. He doesn't listen to any of them. Uh, me neither. I listen to everyone we put out. Is that, uh, is that odd? No, I don't think so. I think it's just up to personal preference. I can't stand listening to my own voice, so I just avoid it all together. got to get used to. Yeah, I just avoid it. Because now, now I'm to a point that I'm, I know what my voice sounds like like on a recording so I hear that in my head now like you know how like you hear your voice oh, so now you now you hear your own voice I hear my own yeah I hear my own voice you hear it more true yeah I guess that's how you would put it see so yeah, the camping trip might be rescheduled but so far it's still towards the end of November and I, I want to say I might have uh, recruited the uh, evening gap guys Maybe to go with us. Oh, nice. Maybe we could record the uh, the duel. Dude, I want to... I really want to... That'd be dope if we can record out there. I, w- I wouldn't mind doing a podcast out Bridging there. Bridging the gap on a, pa- on a camping trip? Like, yeah. That would be, uh, that'd be pretty dope. Yeah, and I, I... When we were at the bar... When I was at, when I was at the bar with Adam, I, I uh, brought up the whole mixtape thing. And he was like... I think he was taking it as, like, me, you, and Kenny versus M3. I'm like, no. That's not what I'm saying. Because they... Mm-hmm. They were they all rap like that's they do that 
they, they smoke a little bit and, and rap. That's that's what you know. Mm-hmm. You have friends that do that probably. Well, you know, you know, fucking Ryan and all of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sitting here trying to. I'm like, yeah, he's a, yeah, you, you know Ryan. So yeah, I'm, I'm breaking down this mixtape. I'm like, no, I want to use this as a like, I guess like a publicity thing or like a, a advertising in a way. And I want all six of us, I guess, to, to fucking do something on this like four track mixtape. And we can put it out as Bridge the Gap. Yeah, get it out to people for free and use it as a uh, advertising. I think, <laughs> I think I'm... We're that, I want to be that far ahead in the future. Like, paper flyers aren't a thing anymore. No. If we, if we drop a mixtape... <laughs> <laughs> and three out of the six don't rap, I'd listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> what if I told you there's a six-man rap group? <laughs> and three of them don't rap. <laughs> three of them don't rap. And they just dropped a four-song What EP. if Kenny's the best out of all of us? I told him I used to. I used that to. Is, I don't know. I used to write when I was in high school. I used to rap in high school. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let me hear something. It's been a while, bro. <laughs> you don't remember the old bars? Nah, nah, no, not, like not no, really. No examples. No, like no not, punches or not anything really. like that. <laughs> I'd have to. I'd have to. Uh, I might. Have, I might have a book at home actually, and like some of my old shit. Yeah, I. I did a. I did a uh, recording. When I was, I think we were still, we might have still been in high school. Or you still might have been in high school, I should say. <laughs> and, uh... We were of high school age. Yeah, we were of high school age. <laughs> and me, me and Kev were skipping school. We came to my house. I had this, like, little mixer that we plugged up to my grandma's computer. And I figured out how to play instrumentals on my mixer and record myself through voice recording on the computer and push them together, like mash them together. So I ended up, I had like a little like 16 bar thing. That was a, that, being that successful and being able to mash the voice with the audio Dude, I, was I enough had, for you to yeah. be like, I got to rap now. Yeah, I was like, like the only I thing had a set of AV cables and you know like the, the white white red AV cable that goes into like the 3.5 yeah, millimeter yeah, yep. I had one of them plugged it up to the lap to the computer I had a little mixer set up I had burnt CDs it only this mixer was so old it only read like a specific type of CD like it didn't read like any random burnt CD and uh I rapped over Diamonds Are Forever by Kanye and now thinking about it I think it was a bad choice <laughs> I could have easily did something better. Because the, the, I remember the, the shit that I was rapping did not go with the beat at all. Like, I was on beat. <laughs> but it just, I was on tempo. But it, it the didn't beat go. Wasn't the beat, the the beat the wasn't a good choice for the lyrics. No, and Kevin Kevin was like, that's hot. That's fire. And then he, he had it on his PSP. Right? <laughs> yeah, he he walked around with his PSP. He had it on his P- bumping, bumping my 16 bars, bro. And uh, I sent it to my, my boy uh, Terrence. He makes uh, beats and shit out in Bridgeton. And he was like, all right, Rick. Rick's got a little, little uh, there's something behind him. And I was like, all right, that's all I needed. I got I got recognition from a black guy that makes beats, dude. That's, that's <laughs> I made it. I'm famous now. Yeah, it's all, it's all. Yeah, that was, that was fun times. 
we had our own little like group. I was trying to get like Kevin and everybody. I had all these ideas. That's like the whole ambition thing that I said a couple weeks back. That was uh, that was another thing that I had this like big idea of something that I wanted to do, and no one else wanted to do it. And it was just me putting in as much effort as possible. Like I'm getting effort from you and Kenny. Yeah. In this. There's been so much, like, all the gaming shit that I've been wanting to do, and the, the rap shit I did in high school. Ain't nobody want to do shit, bro. <laughs> it's fucking boredom. You can only be bored for so long. So that might, somebody that might be what it is. When somebody approaches you with an idea for anything, it's like, fuck it, yeah, let's do if, it. If like, I'm sitting in a room with five people, or four other people, and everybody's just sitting there, like if we're sitting there watching YouTube or fucking something, I'm the first person to stand up and go, alright, we gotta fucking do something. <laughs> fucking, we gotta, somebody's gotta, somebody's, somebody's gotta, gotta move or fucking toss some jokes or fucking something, man. <laughs> I'm not sitting here doing nothing. Ain't no way. I tell everyone all the time, I'm, I'm aging like a great Dane. I only got a few more years left. So, you gotta have a birthday every six months. So yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> that's how that's shit. That's what it feels like anyway. <laughs> my my first day back at the gym was yesterday. I went there and I had to fix my. Uh, I put my, I put all my like recurring membership shit on my credit card, so I don't have to think about it. So I don't get hit with like if I got thirty bucks in the bank, the gym wants to take thirty dollars on a Tuesday one one week like. Yeah. So I switched all that shit around. And while I was there, I was like, fuck it, I'll do a little arm workout. I did some bicep curls, the little tricep rope. And then I did some, um, I did, I did a couple deadlifts just to see where I was still at. And I felt pretty good. My arms were a little, well, I felt like a little pump going. And, uh, got home. Sat on the couch. I was like, I ain't doing shit tonight. My arms are just like <laughs> solid. Dead. Yeah, you couldn't lift. And then I, I woke up this morning. I woke up this morning making like old man noises. Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't miss that. I remember uh, my very first time going to the gym. I went in hard. Like I, I don't know. Like, cause I'm always a, I'm always a fucking just like if I'm going into something, I'm going in hard. Like that's just how I've mm. always been, and uh, yeah, and the first time I ever went to a gym when we left. By the time I got home, I uh, I sat in the back of my buddy's. Uh, what did he have? He had some tiny ass two door car that he had to like put the seat forward and like move the seat up and like I had to duck under the seat oh, belt okay. to get like yeah 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 like one of those types of shits. And uh, by the time we got back to my house. I didn't think I was going to get to be able to get out of his car. Like, like I don't know how that. Like, I can't move. My legs are jello. My fucking arms can't fucking lift above my fucking chest. Well, the and, first, the first leg day that I ever took serious. You just reminded me of that. I, uh, my uncle's like, we're gonna go pretty hard on leg night tonight. I'm like, all right, that's cool. So we started doing leg press. And the little leg extensions and all that shit, calf extensions and shit. And he's like, uh, you're, you're going to feel like shit the next couple of days. Like, you're not going to be able to walk. I'm like, okay. He's like, I'll give it two days and you're going to have problems. So we go to sleep, wake up, I go to school. And I'm, I felt great. No problems at all. Went, went through school, 
came home, didn't do homework, went to bed, and then uh, woke up the, the second day is what fucking killed me. Dude, I couldn't move my legs, dude. Like, just where my belt's at on my pants here and down. It was like, it nothing worked. <laughs> it was like, what the fuck happened? Had to stay oh, home from shit. school. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. <laughs> but at the same time, I was, what, 15, 16, keeping up with a fucking 20-some-year-old, like, 20-some-year-old uncle. Yeah, he knew what he was doing to you. He he was oh, yeah, he, he got a kick out of that. He's he, to me like he's like, oh man, I, I can't wait for this motherfucker to not be able to walk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's exactly what his thought process was. Yeah, that was when I went to Violent. I was at Violent High for like a couple months, I guess. That was when uh, you remember uh, I can't remember his last name. Uh, went to school with him, Jordan. Jordan something. He was the only Jordan and he was a... Oh, yeah, white, white guy. Yeah, what was yeah, his yeah, name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kev, remember, he was cool with Kev. I can't remember his last name either. But, uh... He t- about that guy. He, uh... Me and Tio went to uh, his house one day after school and, uh... His, Jordan's older brother came out of the house. And, like, he's a solid five, six years older than us at the mm-hmm. time. And, uh... He's like, oh, you guys want to throw in some boxing gloves? <laughs> oh, no. Shit, dude. He fucked us up, bro. Like, we put the gloves on. Like, these are, like, adult gloves, and, like, I put them on. And I'm like, holy shit, these things, these things fucking weigh something, yeah. bro. I'm like, like, I thought I was going to be able to Probably be ready what, to throw a punch. They were heavyweight gloves. I want to say, they're, are they 16 ounces or 12 ounces? They were heavy. They were definitely heavy. I was not expecting the weight of gloves. them. I don't know what it was. I mean, it's a full pound on each arm or each hand. I was not expecting the weight of them, that's for sure. That's it was the first time I'd ever put gloves on. <laughs> and, man, he fucked us up. Like, that shit was child abuse looking back on it. Like, because he was... Older than legal, and we were younger. I did that too. I found out my my motherfucker was mid twenties, just chipping up some sixteen year olds, bro. <laughs> my buddy Jared, his he's got a uh, two younger brothers, Danny and Devin, and they used to do um, I think it was Taekwondo, right? They'd go once a week. So I'm over there hanging out because like me and my brothers used to hang out with all them. Like we were all the little weird white kids in Farron at the time. I found all this Taekwondo shit in their closet. They had, like, the pads and the helmet thing and the gloves and shit. I was like, oh, let's take all this shit outside, bro. Yeah. So he only had one set of gloves, and he had one helmet thing. I was like, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take turns punching each other in the head, right? (laughs) (laughs) So I got out there with Devin. Devin puts the thing on, the thing on his head. And I put the gloves on, and I'm wailing this motherfucker in his head, bro. Right? <laughs> and his stepdad comes outside, TJ, like, Rick, the fuck are you doing? Like, I'm literally wailing on, and, and Devin looks over, and he's like, it's okay. He gives him a thumbs up. Go back beating the shit out of his head. I was like, it's fine. You can do it next time. Yeah, I mean, you can do it on me next time. And that, it never happened. I just beat the hell out of Devin's head for nothing. You just reminded me of a story. <laughs> I have to get an Apple official one because that's like a third party ten dollar. A Mad Cats we got a Mad Cats. Yeah, basically a Pelican. 
What's what, was, it? what was your story? Uh, so, uh, you punching somebody in the head reminds me of this story of uh, my boy Carl and his buddy come over to my place and they're looking, they're just looking to get fucked up. They're like, they're, uh, they're looking to get some bud from me and I don't have any to give them, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm like, but I got like a third of a bottle of, uh, it might even have been like a fifth of a bottle of uh, Crown Royal left. I was like, I'll, uh, I'll give to you guys. And uh, they were like, oh, cool, yeah, sure, we'll take that. And uh, <laughs> I looked at him and I said, all right, I'll give it to you. Because, like, his buddy wanted it real bad. His buddy Chris, he wanted it real bad. He was like, oh, he was so thankful for it that I realized I could uh, take advantage of the situation. And uh, I said, all right. I was like, I'm not just going to give it to you. I was like, I'll give it to you if you let Carl punch you in the head. <laughs> <laughs> And he starts going, he starts going, oh man, I don't know, I don't know, and ultimately goes, fuck it, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> That's when he knew he got a problem, bro, like. I was, I was totally not expecting it to ever happen, but I was totally going to like ride it all the way to see if it would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wasn't expecting it to, but was definitely going to try <laughs> And, uh, yeah, ultimately he ends up letting Carl punch him in the head. And I laughed my ass off and gave him the rest of the punch. Was it like a full-on... No, I don't, I don't think Carl hit him as hard as he could, but he hit him hard enough to entertain me. <laughs> the, the, my buddy Devin, his, his brother uh, Jared, that I'm good friends with, he tells me all the time, like, we'll drink and shit, and he'll look at me, and he knows I'm, like, the big one in the room. He's like, Ricky, fucking slap me, bro. And he just slapped me. I'm like, no. Like, he knows I'm not going to hurt him. Like, <laughs> like, I can't fucking hit you, dude. Like, not only do I love you, I don't want to knock you the fuck out. Like, <laughs> why would I do that to a good friend of mine? He's like, just fucking slap me. Just so slap the, the, the one night we're playing D&D and he's drinking, he looks at me. We're taking a little break. It's like, Rick, I need you to slap me. And everyone looks at me. I'm like, all right, I guess so. So I get up. And I, like, cut my hand, like, cup it like this. Yeah, so you don't, like... And, and it makes, like, a, like a louder sound. Yeah. Like, and I smack him. Fucking harder. Hit me harder. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Whack. <laughs> it starts to a point to sound like two two-by-fours fucking, like... Clanking together. Clubbing each other, yeah. <laughs> and uh, his cousin, Justin, gets up. He's like, okay, we're done with this. Like, we're done... <laughs> Like I really don't want to hit you. Yeah, I'm not one to. Uh, I try my best not to hit anybody. Yeah, that's a it's usually a wise choice. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, uh, every girl that I've ever been with, even, um, <laughs> I, I tell them like, listen, if you ever want, if you ever call the cops on me, you can just lie, and say he hit me. Go beat yourself the fuck up. And they're gonna come there and go, yeah, that big motherfucker definitely did that. <laughs> That's fucked up, too, because it it's is. true. It is. But, yeah, I don't... I've never... Hopefully uh, you don't attract that type of crazy. Um... <sighs> Has this happened before? No, I mean, it's definitely... Uh, shit, it could happen with my current one let alone the other ones. But, uh, 
No, it's it hasn't. It hasn't came out like that. I I, I I couldn't see Sarah ever doing that. Sarah's a spiteful bitch when she wants to be, bro. I'm not gonna like. Yeah, but I don't. <laughs> I don't think she has it in her to like actually hurt herself in order to. No, she's a she's a. Uh, I call her a. She's my emotional pickle. <laughs> we sit there and just she's just uh, like it. What was it? A day or two ago. She, uh, she's a thug until she, uh, gets all lovey with, like, questions and stuff. Because we'll sit there and watch TV and uh, drinking or whatever. And I'll look over at her and I'll go, I'm going to ask you some questions. Right? And there'll be, like, a list of questions I see. Like, you ever see on Facebook the, uh, I'm going to ask my kid these questions and type what exactly what okay, he says. So type thing. Like, like some pre-written type some questions. like cosmopolitan so, type. Yeah. And the questions were like, you know, what did you think when you first seen me? And uh, oh, jeez, yeah, yeah. yeah she's Tiffany, like, Tiffany does that shit too, and it's like, like, oh, that's so cute. Like, yeah. and I'm, and uh, she gives her answer, I give my answer, and then like when we're done that, she's like, can you go do the fucking dishes? <laughs> what? <laughs> Flip it all on me and shit. Like, what the fuck was that? I thought we were just having a good time. I thought we were about to fucking start dicking each other yeah. like this. <laughs> But I I love the woman, even though I pretend I don't. Sometimes. <laughs> what was that? What was the shit? We gotta uh, we gotta address the uh, sheets and Wawa situation that uh. Oh yeah, I forgot about Cause that. Cause that shit uh. That shit blew up a little bigger than what I thought. Uh, I enjoy a good debate. Yeah. And uh, so I we I seen the one that was um. Matilda versus uh, Eleven, Eleven yeah. from Stranger Things, and they put some pretty good shit on there about Matilda that I didn't really think about. But as someone else said in that, in the comments, uh, Eleven's got blood on her hands, like she ain't scared to kill a bitch. Like Matilda's like the Batman in that situation, probably. So I don't know who would win that, but yeah, I thought that was a good debate: Matilda versus Eleven. Eleven had the shit. Like, if you if you pushed Matilda to where she had to kill, I think she could kill Eleven easily. Oh, she'd have definitely had like a phoenix uh, fucking uh, situation <laughs> Matilda, going on. Matilda could bring a whole fucking metal beam down from the ceiling in one swoop. <laughs> yeah, like that was that was the <clears throat> the pacifist version of uh, Carrie, in a way. Like, yeah. Carrie versus Matilda would be a badass. Like, what too. if we I'm took Carrie and made it a very cute children's movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I thought that was a dope debate. So I, I think I want to I want to keep with the debate thing, like one versus the other type thing. And I thought of um, the monster of uh, convenience stores of Sheets versus Wawa. And I'm living in South Jersey. I am a I'm a fan of Wawa. I don't own any stock in Wawa or anything, but uh, I'll buy a sandwich and buy a tea here and there. But Sheets is hands down, in my opinion, food-wise, better than Wawa. No, yeah. Not only are they they better with the food and everything, um, most of them sell alcohol. Um, bathrooms are cleaner. And see, this is what I took in with all this. Like, people are just, a lot of people just pick Wawa. Just because, not only... I think it's because of the coffee. 
I think a lot of people. Coffee pick is Wawa the only thing the that gives Wawa a, a talk in this conversation. And see, I don't drink coffee, so I can't take into consideration Sheets versus Wawa coffee. If, co- if Wawa, so like coffee's if, out of the equation for me. If Wawa didn't have uh, forty different coffees to drink, there'd be no contest. I mean, I honestly think there's no contest still, but. Um, yeah, I, I was looking at the other things like uh, like the bathrooms and whatever else they have to to give you. There's never a long-ass line at Sheets. So you just walk up to the damn counter because it's usually two or three people. Yeah, yeah. The like they counter, all, yeah. It's all run on the same side. Like they're, they're cooking food and doing the register at the same time. Where Wawa's like this weird-ass island in the middle of the store. You got to go way the fuck over here to get your sandwich. First, you got to do the order thing. For your sandwich, get a ticket, walk over, buy a drink, whatever the fuck else, and uh, you go pay for it. You gotta wait. You don't. The, I don't know how they do the lines in Wawa. Like you just stand there. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever called that before. Oh, yeah. Like just standing there waiting <coughs> for. Uh, waiting for your number. Yeah, because there's two lines going, and they meet up usually, like right there where they walk yeah. in, in the middle of the island. So I'll just stand right there and wait for, and then. There's usually someone all the way over by the fucking door, like, I'm open over here, and I'm like, oh, great, I'll go over there. By the time I get there, there's three other fucking people in front of me, I was like, I should have just stood right mm-hmm. here. This is all the shit I was thinking about when I thought Sheets versus Wawa. Another thing is, uh, I would say more than 50% of the people that picked Wawa um, has never left New Jersey. Yeah, uh... Yeah, if you've never had sheets, I don't even think you should be in on the debate. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of uh, that kind of yeah messes up the uh, definitely the can't count. pick one if you've never had the other. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't work. <laughs> but I know there was a couple like diehard fucking Wawa fans, and you're like, oh no, nothing's better than Wawa. Like, the, what's the what's the word I want to use for this? Uh, ignorant is that the word? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think. <clears throat> down on all the milk my mom got wick until we were like 15 <laughs> that's dope we just had cheeses and kick cereal <laughs> different fruits and shit <laughs> kicks is the worst fucking cereal in the world see since I don't drink milk and I don't eat cereal. The cereals I have tasted are usually dry. Just grab them by a handful out of the box and see what I enjoy. I feel like I'm always drawn to like those really bland those bland type cereals. I'm an adult cereal guy. Yeah. Like, I'm a um, like cinnamon um, what's it? Cinnamon checks. I think it's checks. I don't know. I buy all the, the Aldi Millville brand cereals. Because they're two dollars cheaper, but yeah, it's like a little tiny box, and I want to say it's cinnamon checks, the Olin Mills cereal or whatever. Yeah, um, I'll down that whole box, no problem. Shredded wheat, raisin bran, um, honey bunches of oats. Uh, trying to think of the other ones, like all those like adult ones, mm-hmm. or like not kid cereals, I guess you can call them. Those like are, those are my go-to's. Like I love Captain Crunch without the Crunch Berries. Like I Peanut like butter, Captain Crunch. My favorite version of Captain Crunch is the original. <clears throat> and With, just that white 
with a corn puff, like whatever that. With the sharp like. edges. Yeah, <laughs> that fucking thing. And you know what? You know what cereal? It's like very uh, close to. I think they're actually the same cereal, and the other one came first is a uh, Quisp. Quisp. Yeah, you ever heard of Quisp? No. It's a very old cereal. It go, I think it goes back further than Captain Crunch. And it came in a blue box, and it has this, like, alien-looking mascot on it. I don't know what the fuck that is. <clears throat> Did you know the cereal's called Captain Crunch, right? Mm-hmm. He's not a captain. He's a... He's, he's like a general. He's an admiral. Mm-hmm. So it should be called Admiral, Ad- admiral Crunch. Crunch. Yeah. Like, you always see, like, naval ships and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's an admiral. He's not a captain. So we've been lied to our entire lives. <sighs> Man. Yeah, them wings was hot. How many did I eat? At least 12. I ate about 12, right? Yeah, I honestly don't know. You had a good, uh... Elephant's graveyard of a uh, bone sitting on the other side of that plate. Yeah, I fucks them up. <laughs> Dude, it's getting chilly out here. Did you bring a hoodie? Yeah, no, I didn't bring a hoodie. Uh, we see, need to make them. Yeah. I got a Dallas Cowboys hoodie. You can <laughs> I'm not. I'd rather <laughs> sit like this. <laughs> For being honest with each other, I prefer to be cold. Because it's going to take one person to hit that corner that knows me. See me with a Dallas Cowboy hoodie on. I can't live it down. I don't have to out my, myself. Yeah, I don't, don't want to deal with all that. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. So I have to be an Eagles fan all season. Yeah, you got to explain that. No, it's really simple. It was a came down to a the second time Dallas and Eagles played each other last hey, year. Mm. <clears throat> it almost killed me with the wings. Almost. But yeah, I had to stop eating them. You got a light job. Um, and then I ate some of that that mac and cheese. Right I ate some of that mac and cheese and the heat from the noodles worsened my tongue. But I'm I don't okay know now. How he eats that stuff? I I can't do it. I tried to keep up. Mm-mm. If it's got one splash of hot sauce in it, I can't take it. I like the consistency of the sauce, but you could you could tame it down a little bit with the heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just crystal, right? Mm-hmm. That we used. Not just crystal. No. That's not where all the heat's coming from. Oh, uh, you put other shit in it? Oh yeah, a few splashes of uh, Dave's Insanity sauce. Okay, that's the problem. That's exactly what, what I was tasting. Then I got because I was, I was, Crystal was uh, one of the bottles that we had in our house, and I don't remember that should be that hot. No, he don't ever dare do anything just regular. <laughs> yeah. I like I like really spicy shit. I don't know. I get told why are you being so extra at my house? So if you guys want to take that called say that to Joel, go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he knows he's extra. <clears throat> Only when it comes to cooking. Though. Yeah, I. Did you take a picture of that? And put it on your your food Instagram. Mm-mm. No. 
Have we done anything else with that? No, I gotta get out and get some food. <laughs> he just, I told him it was getting a little chilly out here. He's like, I, I got a hoodie in the house you can wear. It's a Dallas Cowboy hoodie. He's like, nah, I think I'm good. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm, I'm okay without it. I like this time of year because I get to use my, uh, my uh, butt warmer in my car. I used it this morning. The butt warmer? Uh-huh. I did too. It was especially, nice. Especially with the, when the leather seats are cold, you can feel it start like you can feel the coils. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> as I soon hit, as you feel those coils too, it's like the whole thing's warm. It's like, yeah. <sighs> I hit, uh, me and uh, Christian went to Tony's house to play music one night. We're sitting over there drinking and smoking and whatnot. And, uh, I start my car when we're about to leave and I, I hit the button on his side for the warmers to come on. We're riding down Rama Road, and he he looks at me. He's like, "Is your ass hot?" I was like, "Yeah." I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> like, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, my ass just got real hot. My great grandmother thought she pissed herself when the uh, seat warmers came on in the car. <laughs> <laughs> no, you remember that. No, you don't remember when you took Mima in the car in the in the Impala somewhere? You threw the butt warmers on, and uh, she's she, really she, old. If, if her name was Mima, oh yeah, she was a Mima <laughs> for sure. And uh, you put the butt warmers on in the Impala, and she uh, she thought she peed herself. <laughs> <laughs> My ex-wife's um, aunt, she'd come over for Thanksgiving, and my goal all the time was to try to sit as close as her as possible so I can make her laugh the entire time, because she had a weak bladder, she would piss herself, right? So even if you'd like... My ex-husband did that to me when I was pregnant with him. Really? I was so, you know, it was 10 pounds, yeah. it was huge, and he, he was everywhere, I mean, I'd sneeze and piss myself. Is that... <laughs> I had to make sure to go to the bathroom at least every half an hour to an hour just so I didn't pee myself. That was great. <laughs> yeah, I would purposely make my ex-wife's aunt piss herself. She hated it. But she said she couldn't control her fucking laughing. I remember it was two nights before I had him. We were over at my in-laws for dinner. We were playing pinochle afterwards. And they got me going, oh my god, I pissed myself. I'm like, you're going to have to go home and get me clothes because I have to jump in the shower. <laughs> oh, they, uh, <clears throat> they repainted Skate 2000. I saw Did that. You see that shit? Yeah. I want to go, dude. I want to get a good squad of people. Damn, I have the skate. Right? I was... I was explaining to my buddy at work. He's, you, I, he's considered an old head, I guess. He's like a good, in his fifties maybe, uh -huh. early fifties, late forties, and uh, he's from Atlantic City though. And I was explaining to him like, I have that. I tell everyone that I was conceived at Skate Two Thousand. Is what I tell them. <laughs> and uh, dude, my mom was telling me stories. About uh, how they used to have like rap concerts at K2000. Mm -hmm. 
And my mom was like, oh yeah, we used to do coke with Rakim and MC Shan. And I was like, fucking what? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't contain it. <laughs> they coke rock came out. That's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, her and my dad I mean, and fucking whoever else. If I'm in the room with Rakim, Big and he Daddy offers Kane. me some coke to do with him. Yeah, all right, like, what the fuck? I think I'm going to do coke with Rakim. <laughs> and I would tell people, too, I'm like, listen, <clears throat> you know, this is not me, but, but the opportunity was there. And <laughs> The way she dropped it on me, it was, like, very nonchalant, like it was normal. She's like, again, yeah, fucking 88. <laughs> it was fucking normal. It's like, all right, I guess. Like, that makes sense. I still laugh at, uh, was that the time you went in there? I think that was when you were on vacation. And Josh told us that story about he picked that girl up for a date. Huh? And she just pulled out a crack pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Started smoking in his truck. Whoa, bitch. <laughs> I flag that. Don't put any of that in there. Now she was Rakim. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I might take that out too. I don't know if I. Uh, I out my mom enough. I don't need to uh, put it out there. Out Rakim too. Yeah, I don't want to out Rakim either. Or Big Daddy Kane. Oh shit. <clears throat> I'm waiting for a rapper to come along that's gangster enough to say Pimpin's easy as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. (laughs) I think we need to start that now. Because by the time he catches on, you can be like, yeah, we're the ones that did that. Pimpin is fucking simple. (laughs) You need to put that on Twitter. Like, I've never heard anyone say Pimpin is really easy. (laughs) Pimpin's actually pretty easy. Oh, we were talking about what were we talking about? Sheets and Wawa, right? I think so. Is that where? That was uh, twelve minutes ago. But yeah, Sheets is better than Wawa. <laughs> Fifty wings and two hours later, yeah, keeping it that. I love the crickets in the background. We're we're outside at Joel's house. And um, I definitely just ate at least 30 wings. Yeah. At least 30. All right, so we talked about Kenny not going to be here. We talked about, uh, what the fuck else is on here? Oh, we have a question. Uh, so, Brandon's question. <coughs> Ooh. I think it wasn't supposed to be an anonymous question, because I just... (laughs) No, it's... Our uh, good buddy Brandon left a question, and I will uh, play it right now, I guess. Hey, guys. I wanted to ask you uh, what were your first uh, and your worst experiences with uh, smoking weed and other things, you know, whether it be alcohol, whatever... And uh, even your best experiences, I mean, if you have, like, a really dope-ass experience that you had, um, and, you know, what what has kept you uh, doing the things that you guys do, you know, smoking and all that. Thank you.
Take it easy. There we go. Okay. Yeah, at this point, it's much more medicinal than anything else. It, uh, it allows me to be present instead of my mind being in a thousand different places at once. I can just be present and focus on what's in front of me. I look at it as my uh, glass of scotch sometimes. Like it's more of a... Yeah, it's there's definitely certain times throughout the day for me that it's like a glass of scotch. It's, it's like, alright, I want to unwind. I want to feel... Yeah. just want to feel a little loose and... You know, maybe but, watch a movie uh, I mean, or Sometimes something. it's a Friday night and uh, you're trying to get lit. Yeah. And you sometimes fucking uh, smoke everything you got. That, that happens as well. Uh, I'm trying to think of some like weird stories that I've had. A lot of the stories are just like the normal like smoking in a car, car drives by, everyone starts bugging the fuck out because they think it's a cop type thing. Um, I uh I can tell my story of first time smoking. Okay. Uh, my okay. first time smoking was with a uh, was with a friend, who uh, I'll leave nameless because I know that they're I know of their job and I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna throw it out there. <clears throat> and uh, we actually uh, acquired a dime bag off of somebody that we knew. At uh, that we saw at Skate Two Thousand, which, we which a dime bag was a lot of weed when we were uh, oh yeah younger like yeah that. like you got a dime bag <laughs> like you like, could yeah. share that yeah for sure <laughs> and uh, so yeah we get this dime bag and uh, we go back from my to my house from Skate Two Thousand this this actually might have ha- we might actually smoked it a couple days later we, I don't even know if, I can't remember if we smoked it the same day that we got it but uh, when we ultimately smoked it. <clears throat> we uh we knew that uh the the typical way like I had no knowledge of like bowls or like any anything like that I knew that like you rolled it up mm-hmm. and I figured you could just roll it up in anything oh, so <laughs> I go I go to uh the printer and I pull out a standard eight by twelve sheet of paper and I cut. A corner off of it with scissors to what looks to be an appropriately sized piece of paper and I sprinkle the bud into it and I roll it up and I lick it real good and I'm like oh this tastes like shit (laughs) just licking the paper like licking computer paper just tasted like shit by itself Uh. and uh, I get it rolled up and it's it's tight it's holding together and our next mission is where are we going to smoke this fucking thing and uh, ultimately, I don't know how this ended up going this way, but ultimately we decided let's go to the fountain near Brenner, the fountain, ne- fountain next to Brenner's. Burns. Oh, okay, okay. And so we go down to the fountain, and uh, we spark that bitch up, and it tastes fucking terrible. Like I, <laughs> like I didn't smoke weed again after this until I was nineteen. Oh, there, there sure. was, yeah, there was like a three-year gap where I thought like. I was like, yeah, I'm actually, I'm good on weed. Like, I tried it, I didn't like it, and da-da-da-da. And I'm more than positive the uh, reason I didn't like it was because I smoked it out of fucking an eighth of a sheet of computer paper. That's, that's, yeah, there's a, uh, 
trying to find this album. Let me flag this real quick. Because my story went with an album. But uh, I got the munchies. I remember we did get the munchies. I was high and uh, we went to the dollar store around the corner that... Uh, you remember there being a dollar... I don't, I don't remember the name of the dollar store. There was a dollar store right around the corner. Oh, yeah, on um, Laurel. Yeah, on Laurel. Or the old, the old uh, J.C. Penney's building. So we go to that dollar store, and I just remember getting a bag of chips, and I remember this fucking bag of chips getting that I got was like, for some reason, they just... Obviously, what I now know is because I was high, they just tasted amazing. I didn't know why they tasted good, just in my mind. I had, like... What brand of chips is this? These things are fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> and what what year was this? You, this so you said you were how old? 15, 16. Uh, about 16 years old. Yeah, I'd say 16. So you were like, what's that, like sophomore in high school? Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. Mine was, I, I think as well, I think I was a sophomore in high school. I just left the Bridgeton High. I, was, I moved to Millville. <clears throat> we lived on um, Dock Street with my cousin in this big ass house next to Wood uh, Wood School. My grandma lived on Third and D, so I could walk to my grandma all the time. She just, in the middle of us moving to Millville, she had a roommate that she met at the bar. Move in in the basement. This is after my grandma's divorce went through. So she figured she'd find a roommate. She could like split the bills. So, this guy Mike moved in. Mike Ibruscato. That's his name. So I come over one weekend like I normally would. And uh, she's like, yeah, you gotta meet Mike. He's at work. He'll be home tonight. We usually uh, party on the weekends. I was like, let's go, my mom. Like, Jim, <laughs> Jim Mom Sue used to fucking hook us up when we were younger. Like, she, her, and, her and Mike would go to the liquor store and she'd go, do you want anything? I was 16. She was she was probably the type that was like if you're gonna be partying and shit it's gonna yeah be you gotta do my, it here you're gonna be under my supervision and you can't and safe. leave yeah. yeah you gotta do it here and you can't leave you best that's, not that's tell your super that's mom. super dope though that's super dope. yeah I used to we were we were like it came to a point where kept I was, you kept you safer than you knew at the time yeah so <coughs> and it was it's not like I drank beer at sixteen or anything like it was like smearing off ice or mm. you know what I'm saying like <laughs> nothing hard. Some Seagrams or some shit, like something goofy. Yeah. So, dude Mike comes home, he's like, oh, nice to meet you. He's a super, super, super outgoing guy. And I find out later, he's like, yeah, come come down to the dungeon. That's what he was calling it. We walk down <laughs> in the basement. This is the same basement that all the porno tapes were in, by the way, <laughs> on 3rd Street. Which, it makes me sad because our house isn't there anymore. It's like a, a big open field now. Mm. But, um, so we go down, he's got a full fucking, or queen-size bed, bed frame, fucking, uh, dressers, a TV, big-ass TV, the whole bedroom set up in this basement, and the basement walls are, like, dirt, like, I can take my hand and rub it against the wall, and it, everything would just fucking flake off, like, okay, <laughs> so, he's like, you ever smoke, you ever smoke pot, you're, you're old enough to smoke pot, right? I'm like, like I, I've been around it my entire life, but no, I've never done it myself. Like I know what it smells like, all that bullshit. He's like, oh man. He, they went, he got, got me some smearing off ice, and uh, Mike's sitting down there, 
rolling up a joint. He, he was calling them doobie snacks. This sounds like right. all the makings of what precedes the shooting of child pornography. <laughs> <laughs> you want to come down to my dungeon? It, well, I mean, there's some smear off to, ice. You have to realize, you have to realize, like I was, I was as big as I am now, d- damn near. Or I should say, I was as big as you. <laughs> my, my sophomore year. So. He's like, right, do, do, do you listen to Zeppelin? I'm like, uh, like I know who Zeppelin is, but I don't... I, I didn't know the history. I knew, like, everyone knows Stairway to Heaven and, and Cashmere and all the all the simple shit. He put on Zeppelin 2. He had a CD of Zeppelin 2. And we sat there, and he's like, here, you're gonna smoke this. So I was like, okay. So we sat there and smoked. And I listened to Zeppelin 2. And I felt every goddamn note that came out of them speakers, bro. And I was like, since then, I've been super heavy into classic rock. Like, yes. I enjoy... And pot. Fi- yeah, and pot. <laughs> I enjoy finding a band and, like, going down this, like, wormhole of shit. <coughs> all the other bands they've been in and all yeah, that. Yeah, same. And, uh, yeah. Since fucking then, like, every weekend, I knew if I was going to my mom's shoes, Mike would be in the basement. Come down and smoke. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd, uh, be down in the basement smoking with Mike. But one time, he ended up, I think he ended up, like, moving upstairs into the big bedroom. And my grandma was on the couch or some shit. And I had the downstairs. I pretty much moved into my grandma's place. And I had a futon down there. So it was me, Mike. And I, I said Mike's name because he's gone now. He, he died. Oh, like, okay. He died like a fucking... I'm trying to think of how long ago. He died in 2009, maybe. Okay. And, um... So... Where the fuck was I with this story? Oh, we're down in the basement. Sitting in this futon, it's me, Mike, and do you remember uh, Gabriel Hernandez? Gabriel Hernandez. Jeez, man, like that name rings such a bell and I can't put a face to it. He used to live on Irving, and he used to live on Laurel. Had a sister named Amy. I'd have to see a picture. Let's see if I can, I'll flag it because I don't want to like put a lot of shit out. But he moved to Millville. As soon as I found out he lived in Millville, a block away from my grandma's, I was like, oh, you're my best fucking friend now. My first real girlfriend actually lived on 3rd Street in Millville. Oh, yeah. You might actually know the house because it's one of the only ones that looks like it. It's on a corner. (laughs) And uh, I feel like it's always been like a blue tint. But it's not like a house. It's like a very boxy looking apartment thing. And it's only got like two... It's like a half a double, but it's like a... It looks like a super boxy, like, motel-type deal. Like, if I'd you saw to, it, you'd think it was a... I'd have to see it. If you saw the building, you'd know it, but she lived, uh... She lived right there. Yeah! You know yeah. the guy, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I remember him. I can't remember how, but I definitely do. But he lived on 3rd Street, behind that church. You know where the S&J Pizza is? Yeah. There's the S&J Pizza, and there used to be a church across the street, and he lived behind that church. Okay. So he's only block away. So he used to come over to my house or my grandma's house. We get blitz, then we go back to his house and play fable or fucking whatever. And uh, so I'm sitting there smoking. He's like, 
Gabe tells me, yeah, you can give yourself a shotgun, right? What the fuck is a shotgun? It's like you, you put the you put the blunt in between your ring finger and your middle finger, and you make a chamber with your hands. This is what he told me to do. And he told me to breathe in like that, right? Like, okay, whatever. That's stupid. So I do that, and I keep doing it. And I guess, like, it fucks up. It fucked up my breathing, the way I was, like, inhaling. Uh-huh. And I smoked a lot at one time, I guess. The most I've ever... The first time I got, like, super fucking high in my life. And... So we're sitting there laughing, and my, my legs are going numb. So I, I give Mike the, the joint, and I stand up, and I look at them, and my legs don't work, and I fucking fall and hit the ground. Right? <laughs> <laughs> fall and hit the ground, and I'm like... I start to panic. That's what it is. I start to panic. So I run towards the steps... And you ever, like, remember when you were a kid and you would run up the steps and your hands would be on the front steps? Yeah, you put and your hands on the steps. Yeah, and you're, like, bear crawling up the fucking steps. So I'm doing that as fast as I can. And I run to the bathroom. I'm like, I need to, first I need to piss. Second, I need to, like, wash my face. Look at myself in the mirror. Yeah, I don't, make sure I'm still, I don't feel right right I'm still now. me. <laughs> so, so I, I'm looking in the mirror. And my grandma's upstairs minding her own business, right, watching TV, whatever the fuck she's doing. And I'm in the bathroom for a long time. You hear a knock. Said, Are you okay in there? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm in the middle of me saying, yeah, I'm fine. I'm looking in the mirror, putting cold water on my face, and I can see my eye, my eyelids slowly starting to go like shut by themselves. I'm like, I'm about to fucking die, and I don't know how to ask for help, right? <laughs> and then it start. I sit there at the at the uh, my grandma's table. And she's looking at me. She's sitting there smoking a cigarette. And she's sitting there staring at me. And I'm staring at the little lines in between the table. Like it was like a it was like a blue tile table. Okay. My sister has it now. If my sister listens I, I to know, this, I know the I know the table we're talking about. So I'm looking at the the little lines, and I'm just like trying to like keep my composure. And at the same time, it feels like my eyes are like like an old like Charlie Chaplin movie. Like you, I can see the film. <laughs> like everything in between me, like it's like. And all I could see is fucking everything's like slow but fast at the same time. And I look at my grandma and she's sitting there with a cigarette between her middle finger, pointer finger, and she's looking at me. And she takes a puff and she's looking at me. She went, "You're fucking high, aren't you?" I was like, "What? What are you talking about? I don't know." And I was in the I was in the bathroom just dying just seconds ago. She's like, "You're fucking high." She's like, "I can't send you home like this. Your mom's gonna fucking kill me." And this isn't my my grandma. This isn't my mom's mom. This is my dad's mom, right? Okay. My mom, my mom, and my grandma Sue have never liked each other. They've like, they they'll see each other and go, "Hey, hey, how are you?" Blah blah, blah. and then they will walk away and fuck that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's the relationship they've always had. So, that fucking cricket, dude. We gotta find it. <laughs> um, I again, I think there's a cricket in every episode, but uh. So I'm like, I want to go lay down on the couch. So I go in the living room, I lay on the couch. And my, I look at my grandma, I'm like, can you give me that mirror over there? She's like, yeah. She's like, here, and eat this. And she gave me a popsicle. And I'm laying down on the couch. Mind you, I had school the next day. And my mom told me, like, be home by 9 or 10 or whatever the fuck it was. Whatever my curfew was. 
I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I'm eating a popsicle and I'm trying to like I see it like dripping down my face and, and fucking like popsicles going all over the place and I'm I'm giggling of course and uh, and my my grandma's just staring in, staring at me in the living room looking at me and her hands are on her hips like I can't send you home like you're gonna have to get in trouble or something so Mike comes upstairs because I've been up there for like an hour now. And Mike and Gabe leaves. He don't want nothing to do with this shit. Mike's looking at me. He's like, oh, he's just fucking high. Leave him alone, Sue. Just leave him there, right? I was good. Like, I was I was on the couch. I was chilling. And, um... I had to call my mom on my on my cell. I had a Nextel. Nextel 710. Right? <laughs> I-710. And, uh, I had to call my mom. Hi. That was the first time, like, that's ever happened. And I'm like... I had to try to play cool for the first time in my life. Like, like nothing was going on. Like, yeah, I'm going to be a little late tonight. She's like, no, you're going to come home at the right time. I'm like, fuck. So I had to walk from 3rd Street to Dock Street, which isn't like, to now isn't that bad of a walk if you, if you know the distance. But I was high. I was 16. <laughs> it was dark out. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Dock Street's to, right there, like, next to the Wawa, right? Uh, Dock Street is... Okay. It's next to the shitty Wawa. You know, like, the the uh, railroad tracks and then the liquor store and then that big-ass church? Yeah. Right behind that church is Dock Street. Okay. So it wasn't that far of a walk. No, no, not I had to cross two big roads. Yeah. High. For the first time. <laughs> first, I had to get the smell off of me. So I went to my grandmom's fucking room and sprayed everything that I could find on myself. So now I look more suspicious because I smell like roses and smelling shit. smelling like fucking old lady perfume. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Looking fucked up, smelling like perfume. Yeah. Everything's fine. normal. Yeah, I'm going to bed, Mom. <laughs> and, uh... Been fucking Betty White, <laughs> dude. My, when my mom found out I was skipping school and smoking weed, I swore I was gonna die, bro. And yeah, I, I skipped school like not that long after that. She called me on my phone. She said the school just called me. You're not at school. Where the fuck are you? I was at my grandma's. My grandma's shoes. All right. Oh no. So you just drug her into. So it she all came. <laughs> so she came there. My mom drove there. My mom or my grandma. Whoever drove my mom there. And uh, she get out the car. And as soon as she gets out the car and she sees me on the porch, she see her start pointing her finger and start talking shit. I'm like, oh, no, I'm about to get it. And she looks at my grandma. She's like, you had something to fucking do with this. And then they're going back at it, back and forth. And then um, my mom looks at me. She's like, we're going to go to Rite Aid right the fuck now. And we're going to take a drug test. And if anything comes back positive, I'm beating you to fuck up. <laughs> right, I'm like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm getting beat the fuck up. Yeah. So, and my mom was always the person that was like, if you just tell me the truth, you won't get in trouble. Like, I don't care what you did, just tell me the fucking truth, and you won't get in trouble. So we were really good liars when we were kids. Mm-hmm. But at this point, I was like, you know, this is something serious. I think I should tell my mom the truth. So I told her, yeah, I've been, I've been dabbling in the marijuana. <laughs> and so we take the test 
the marijuana line comes up positive, and then there's a bunch of other lines for, like, other drugs. And it was, like, a slight line, a slight little red line across the, um... Methamphetamine. The, the, no, the, <laughs> the opiate one. The or like opiate cocaine one. or whatever the fuck it was. She was like, what the fuck is this? She was are you doing other drugs? I'm like, no. I'm not, I've, I've done nothing else. I promise you. She's like, did you take any um, any pain pills or anything like that? And I, I, of course. That's what the fuck it was. It was like Tylenol or some dumb shit that popped up in the, in the thing. It, it said if you took some type of like medication, that mm. line would kind of like be a little off. Yeah, that, that might be the scariest the, the time. scariest <laughs> the first time. Yeah, I th- I honestly thought I was gonna die, but I didn't. <laughs> um, trying to think of the uh, yeah that was yeah that was the first and the, the scariest time I guess or the worst time. Um, my scariest time was uh, very close to. Uh, when I first started smoking again at 19, when uh, I met a buddy that uh, he smoked and he asked me if I had ever smoked before and I told him, you know, yeah, last time I smoked I was 16, I didn't really care for it too much, da 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 He's like, well, would you be open to trying again? I said, yeah, sure, why not? So, uh, packs up a bowl, it's the first time I ever smoked from a bowl, and uh, we get high and I'm, I enjoy it. Like, wow, this is not how I remembered. I'm fucking feeling good right now. Like, I could do this a lot. (laughs) And, uh, it was shortly after that, like, I had just started smoking again with my buddy. And, uh, he gets a group of people together to go explore this abandoned factory. And you probably know where it is. It's on, uh, it's the one that was on Landis. It just got tore down recently. Oh, was it the one by... Uh, Landison, uh... By the butcher shop or whatever? Yeah, by the butcher yeah, shop, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, he gets a group of people together, me and him included, to go, like, in the evening hours when the sun goes down and go inside this place and, like, uh, explore it. And, uh, I have a gigantic fear of heights, right? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I'm deathly terrified of heights. And, uh, we go to this factory, and we, uh, we get there, and we're fucking smoking, and, like, my tolerance is super low. I just started, this is basically my, the first I've ever started smoking. I that tried. Might, that might have been what my problem was, why I thought I was going to die, because my tolerance was, like, fucking nothing. So my tolerance is shit, and I'm sitting here fucking, like, we're smoking blunt after blunt, people are pa- packing bowls up, and we're just fucking getting blitzed, and I'm just fucking out of my skull high. And then, uh... The guy that's leading the group that had explored this place before, um, was like, hey, let's go up to the roof. Like, oh, I'm thinking, like, we're gonna, like, go to a stairwell, mm-hmm. and fucking there's gonna be a set of, like, high school steps that go up to the fucking <laughs> roof, right? This now is not a, the case. You got a set of, like, Nazi zombie ladders that you have we to have, like... Yes, we had to climb ourselves up these Call of Duty-style ladders with the, ca- like, the best that, like... The cages that went around them, like because they oh, go, they're, they're up pretty high, because like, they went up pretty high. Like yeah. we had to, like it was a lengthy climb up these ladders, so they had the cage around them, which made me feel a lot more comfortable. But still, I'm climbing these ladders all the way up to the fucking roof. We got to go through like three of them, plus some stairs, and uh, we get up to the fucking roof, and I'm just 
shaking, like shaking, so fucking nervous, like just from climbing those ladders and being up as high as we are. And everybody's going and like sitting on the edge of the roof with their feet over the edge like it's a chair. Like if this is the edge of the roof, they're sitting like this with their feet dangling over the edge and like looking over and spitting and shit. I'm like, y'all are fucking wild. (laughs) I am am hugging the wall near the door where we came through. Like I'm not getting within 10 feet of the fucking ledge. How many friends are with you? There's there's probably about eight of us. Damn. It's solid eight of us. Uh, I remember uh, while we were up there, somebody actually got pulled over right in front of the factory. We thought police were coming for us because <laughs> the fucking lights went on and stopped right in front of the fucking factory. I missed, the, I missed those days of going, oh shit, it's the cops. And uh, We got a dime of weed in our pocket. <laughs> and we're sitting there up on the roof and we watch this person get pulled over from the fucking roof of the factory on Landis. And uh, then we got to go down, right? And no, we don't go back down the ladders. We don't go the way that I'm familiar because that would be too comfortable. (laughs) Dude says, all right, we're going to take the stairs that run down the side of the building. You know, the rinky dink metal stairs that go, that run zigzag down the fucking side. And then like the bottom has like a ladder or whatever that goes down. Yeah. Yeah. We start walking down that, all fucking eight of us. And of course it's me that's got to step on the fucking step that breaks out from under my fucking foot. Fuck. <laughs> right? I you're, you're, you're we're walking. Down. Like, luckily, I was already death gripping the fucking rails on the walk down because it's just these steel steps. That, <laughs> and I step on one and it fucking crack, rusts, fucking rusts right out from underneath me and starts swinging. And uh, from that point on, I put my feet on like I didn't step on another step the entire way down. I held the railings and I put my feet on the bar that was attached to the railings. Okay. Like the on the side of the steps that the steps were attached to and I wa- like walked with my feet down on the bars on the side of the steps the entire way. You were like you were playing it playing it extra safe. Extra safe. Yeah. I do I did yeah, that, that every was, time too. That was like that would have been scary not being high. That whole experience would have terrified me sober so uh being high so and being high so early on and in my tolerance levels did not help at all so that was by far the scariest time i've ever had being high i'm trying to think of what what was the rest of the question i love how our scary times being high didn't have anything to do with the police yeah, right? I feel like that shows how responsible we've been sh- with our... Uh... It shows you that I'm, I'm more scared of my mom <laughs> at the time than, than the fucking police. Like, I would have had to call the police if my <laughs> mom... If my I mom was, did I was smoking would... weed and she's coming! <laughs> they arrest us both. I go, thank God I'm in cuffs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, I never got, like, caught up or anything like that. Like, I never... Uh, Not me either. Because I'm responsible with it. There, there's been... I don't act stupid. I'm not one of those people that drives around in the fucking city to just go for a drive and fucking hotbox my car with a blunt. Like, I never understood that. People would just fucking be driving around in their city and just like, yeah, let's I spark can up this blunt. Like, are you fucking stupid? Not a better way to get that done. Yeah, so... So, uh... Yeah, those are uh, answers, Brandon. I hope you uh, enjoyed our two and a half stories. Yeah, I feel like that went on a little longer than... Uh, yeah, that was a good 20-some minutes for one question. 
it's not bad. And that was our first question that we got, which I think it's, uh, was pretty dope. And You see, uh, your questions are content. Yeah, I... So I went out and I specifically picked, like, ten people to send us questions or topics or debates or whatever. And they all said they did it, and I looked, and it was nothing on this program that we use. And then all of a sudden, we all get an email at the same time, and it says that Brandon left a question for us. So I have to message him and ask him how he did it. He's like, oh, I had to, I made an account on Anchor, and uh, I already, or I already had an account on Anchor or something like that. And, uh, yeah, it went through. So if you, if you want to send a question or a topic or a debate or... Uh, and I love you, or anything like that. You have to make an account on Anchor.fm, and then make a username, all that jazz. Um, follow us, and then you can send us a question. Is that easy? Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, Brandon, thank you for your uh, beautiful twenty-five minute. Yeah, that was a question. That was definitely a also, conversation starter. Also, I just realized uh, <coughs> we can use the hashtag BurnBridgePod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook and um, literally look it up and we can find stuff that anyone pretty much wants us to see, I guess. Yeah, so if you tag anything BurnBridgePod, we'll see it. Yeah, B-U-R-N-B-R-I-D-G-E-P-O-D. I, there's one person that had no idea what the fuck we said, so I had to spell it. <clears throat> so yeah, use that as well. I wanna I wanna see some uh, names pop up on that. I think it'd be cool. Pod. Pod. <laughs> we're we're missing a whole conversation here. <laughs> so we're we're talking about MySpace and we're talking about uh, um, ranking your friends. Ranking your friends. <laughs> Actually, ranking your oh, friends. I used to do it. Oh, no, we like, all did. There used to be arguments. And we would, you would put serious thought into it. Yeah. There would be like, why am I number two? Like, sh- like <laughs> did I do something to piss him off? Like, oh, like, oh no. I mean, no, like, what was, the, what was, what was the point anymore. where I tilted? Like, what was the tilt point where it was like, nah, fuck it, he's number two, bro. You know what I did <laughs> is I, I purposely put all bands. That's what I did. It pissed everyone off. I mean, for a while I did have, like, Kevin, Justin, uh... My brothers, um, shit like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, after a while, everyone, as soon as I've seen people starting to bitch about where they were in, on your top eight, all bands. Yeah, I hit a point where uh, they, it became trendy to, like, take up your top eight with eight different photos that kind of made, like, one big photo. Oh, yeah. That, so, like, that I, weird shit. Yeah, I ended up doing that and, like, as edgy as a, of a teenager I was, I had uh, the eight pictures that said "fuck top eight. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I miss. Uh, I learned code on there. I did. Uh, I did other people's MySpace pages for them and shit. I, th- I honestly think we need to make an account. I think we're gonna make a, a Burnbridge Pod account for MySpace if it's a self thing. MySpace is definitely still. Thing. I don't know if you can make an account and like add people though. It definitely doesn't look the same. I can say that. Last, I think the last time I was on there, it's like a it's like a news website now. Like it looks like, like when you open up like MSNBC, and there's like different stories scrolling and shit. Yeah, go on there. Let's I'm gonna da- I'm like. gonna download the mobile app. I'm gonna download. I don't the think app. there is a MySpace mobile app. We're gonna we're gonna check. 
Yeah, it doesn't look. There's not an official MySpace app. There's an app called MySpace, like two separate. Oh, yeah, that's not the same. Yeah, I thought you'd see like, like if you can get Tom as the fucking icon. <laughs> need to find Tom. Tom, let's do this shit again, bro. So, uh... you're going to the website now. Yeah. Alicia Keys is on the cover. Alicia Keys is on the cover of MySpace. Yeah, it looks like a bunch of news articles. You can't make an account, right? Profiles. Let's just get a profile. <clears throat> I can sign into MySpace with Facebook. It's not the same. Can you? Once you look your name up, did you did you delete your old one? Oh yeah, definitely. Did you? Uh, mine still might be. I might have an old one on there. Bro, there's a cricket right behind me. Oh, there we go. The first. One. I don't know. There's two of them on there. Let's click this first one here. Let's see. I can tell you who's who. That's definitely me, Bridgeton, New Jersey. It's my brother, my brother Zach, my brother Aaron, my cousin Honey. Oh, oh, it's got, oh we got your top eight up. All right, who's my top eight? It had to be, it had to be Kelly. Kelly's probably one. My brother Aaron was two. Juan was number three. I have no idea who the fuck four would be. I had no idea that my cousin Honey was in my top eight. So that's funny too. <laughs> unless I, unless that was like, I had all family or some shit. Well, no, I had that one band, Beyond the Scar, as number eight. Yeah, that's probably all you're gonna get on there. I don't see anything else popping up. Is there another one? Yeah. I wish I wish I can go back to the music that we had. You know how, like, if you put a song in your MySpace, it would go to, like, a, a set list of, like, other songs that you've already put on there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I wish I could see that. And see how much my music hasn't changed in the past, uh, 13 years. Because that, then I was listening to, like, Fair to Midland, uh, Buckethead. I was really, I'd really heavy in the system of it down. Um, what the fuck else? Meshuggah. Do you know the band Meshuggah? Yeah. Okay. Real heavy into them. Going on, uh... Yeah. MySpace? Yeah, I usually get a better connection to the, uh, router off of my... Mm-hmm. Who are you looking up again? A stigma... Stigmatization of sex work. Ah. Premiates all... Uh... What's that word? F uh, fic facets. Facets. That's a toughie. <laughs> Permit, uh, permeates all facets of society. Facets of society. Is that, that's like a good band name. Being understood mm -hmm. as a mark of disgrace, a social discrediting, or a spoiled identity. Derogatory terms such as prostitutes, hookers, and whores are often used to, to describe sex workers in the media, politics, and even research literature. Newspapers, while creating waves of social support for the, the, the rape and assassination of Melbourne citizen Jill uh, Magar. I don't know how to say her last name. It's a hard R there, Ricky. Yeah. 
MAGA, I'm sorry, <laughs> avoided reporting the homicide of fellow Australian Tracy Connolly, a sex worker murdered in her van a year after uh, MAGA's death. In research literature, um, migrant sex workers were excluded from migration statistics until the early 2000s. Many politicians refer to solutions for prostitution rather than solutions for sex workers. Positioning sellers of sex as the, the perpetrators of prostitution and the negative subsequent adoption of the laws regarding prostitution further divides sex workers from the rest of society. That's a good... So, so the, the topic that we're going to eventually... Hopefully, keep as a, a a normal segment, even if it's a once a once a week or once a month thing. We're gonna start doing um, somewhat of an interview with a, a local or uh, no, I won't. I won't keep it at local. We're gonna start uh, having conversations with uh, sex workers. We're gonna do interviews with sex workers. And kind of get their point of view on things. And uh, and get their uh, OnlyFan links. And get their OnlyFan links. So we're going to look at them naked. No, that's... <laughs> I mean, of course we're going to look at them naked. We're, we're gentlemen. <laughs> and we're taking what they sell, I guess. Oh, fuck that. Ah, this is going to be a disaster. Um, I'm taking what this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're we're eventually gonna you know uh, talk to women about uh, OnlyFans and uh, any other platform that you can use to kind of sell yourself for money, which I think is uh, I'm excited, but I'm also I also have pervy questions that I know everyone that I've talked to so far that has come to me after I asked that question of... I threw this topic on Facebook and a couple other things. I also asked um, a few people that I follow if they would talk, and they were like... Everyone was like, dude, I had like... eight people message me back and was like, fuck yeah, I'll talk to you about that. Let's go. Oh, nice. Yeah, I literally... Awesome. And it, it went from down to like... the normal fucking like... mom, kids go to school, she's on OnlyFans type person... All the way up to like BDSM models and uh, just normal like uh, bedored models and stuff that are on OnlyFans. So uh, yeah, there's going to be a pretty wide realm of uh, what's the word I want to use here? Sex workers. I'll Experience. Use the word. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> See, that should be fun. I, talked to a few people that I personally know that I didn't even know had like OnlyFans accounts and I talked all the way up to uh, a model that I've been following for a good two or three years on Facebook to the point that like she just recently like added me as a friend on everything which I thought was pretty cool and she's uh, just starting out on OnlyFans and not only did she say she would do an interview with us she also said that she would uh, get a shirt from us and she's going to uh, I guess do a shoot or something with it which I think is uh, pretty dope 
Super dope. Yeah, because she's got a pretty solid following. So uh, I'm pretty excited to um, see where this goes. Uh, also, if, if you're listening to any of this and you, you yourself are in that uh, realm and we want to kind of talk to us about, like, I guess the stigmas of, of uh, porn and, and sex work, fucking find us on anything possible, I guess. Find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at uh, Ricky Isn't Funny. Yeah, feel um, free to message any of us personally. Or you can, uh, yeah, use the, the hashtag BurnBridgePod. That's what we'll do. BurnBridgePod. 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 So, uh, yeah, that, that should be fun. I'm kind of excited to ask weird questions and at the same time kind of like ask like legit questions like a lot of these people make pretty decent money on there like the one I asked the one shit questions and she's like I make a good 500 bucks at a time like <laughs> like fuck dude uh, so, that's not too shabby no not at all I may I might go in there and kind of slap my wiener around I've always wondered like the only thing is like I don't want people on there fucking that I know like saving nudes of me that's, I mean, listen, it's not, not, yeah, but you have to use, they're going to be like, look, I got Joel's dick on my phone. You're going to be like, you paid me $20 for that picture. Yeah, but like still, that's the, and that's I don't want to get back to like my family and shit. See, and that's, that's another part of that conversation of that stigma of like a lot of these girls are on here and they don't want anyone to find out. So not only do you have to keep it a secret from your family, you also have to you have to find a way to promote yourself. Advertise. For, yeah. For the shit that these people are looking for, which I think is pretty wild. Like, and what's crazy to me is I know, like, if I started it, like, my best bet and, like, what I would do is I would, like, target gay men, like, immediately. Oh, for sure. Like, that's... <laughs> like... Gay men would love me. <laughs> Without a doubt. I don't think I'd have any females giving me 20 bucks a month to uh, see my large fupa but like then I'd have stomach. to figure out like how do I act sexual and gay like I don't know how a gay man acts sexual like I, I feel like I would be theatrical about it and I wouldn't come off yeah cause when you're like I wouldn't come off natural when you're naturally kinda going at it you don't like it's not like you bite your lip when you're watching porn or anything right no I look like a fucking retard yeah. <laughs> Making full eye contact with the actors on the on the movie. <laughs> Nobody wants to look at that. Like, uh, so I'd have to. There's like a part that I'd have to play, and I don't know if I can play that part well enough. There's all, I don't see. There's also a lot of people that are on things like OnlyFans that are using it as a platform, like uh, uh, Patreon. I don't know if you know that or not. Like, there's comedians on OnlyFans. There is. Um, probably other podcasts on OnlyFans. And you can go in there and like put exclusive shit up. You gotta pay five bucks. Ten bucks or whatever the fuck it is. Like for like exclusive shit. Like behind the scene videos or fucking like anything like that. Like it doesn't have to be you sticking a dragon sized dick in your vagina for ten dollars for twenty minutes or whatever the fuck it is. Like no you can actually put some like, if you could probably make music and fucking put some, like, exclusive music on there. You have to pay me ten bucks to listen to it. 
there's other there's other things you can do on it. But I think they have this where it's like kind of like Twitter, like there's rules, but there's no rules type thing. So gotcha. people from that company were like, "Fucking sure, you can you can put yourself naked on here." I guess that I'm not against that. I'm I'm guessing that's how that's set up. All right. So here's an interesting question. Tell me how gay you would be based on your subscription price. Like, what would your subscription price be? Like, the higher uh, your like, subscription price is, the gayer you would be. Oh, man. So, how much is your subscription price? A month? Yeah. Yeah, because I don't want a lot, like, I don't want to have charge them 20, 30 bucks and, like, just and not like be doing some, Pictures like, of me in my underwear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. How gay are you getting for your OnlyFans based on subscription price? I think I'm comfortable at a good ten bucks. I was gonna say twelve. <laughs> I was gonna say twelve for me. So I, I nine, feel like we're in the uh, we're in the same realm. I'll do nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine is how gay yeah. you're getting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good uh, good number. <laughs> also, I think this is probably the one of the most uh, one of the top like I guess serious. Uh, conversations because it's not like we're, we're we're usually sitting here telling goofy ass stories and shit but I, I thought that was a not only is that a a, a way to kind of like bring women into listening to us say dumb shit but uh it's also like a serious uh topic and the the way i i randomly thought about that question when i was at work and the, the way i got that response from like people from like different directions of the fucking planet uh, I thought it was something that we should definitely attack, which I, th- I thought was, uh, I just thought it was a good idea. I don't know. We're going with it. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know who the first one would be, but I've already got people that would come in person and talk to us in person. Not only, uh, do like a over the phone or video call uh, interview. So now we have to think of questions for certain people. Yeah. At the same time. That's, that's, that's something we got to work on too. Um, it's also going to be the, some of the first people that we're interviewing because like we've had Josh on here with us we didn't really like interview Josh though he was just more like a sit in like like fucking around like we usually do type thing yeah. like it wasn't like a hey what's your name what's your story type thing um, so yeah. <laughs> hey, we tried to do that <laughs> we, did, we did we tried to do that and it just went off the rails <laughs> but um, yeah that, that, that should be fun I'm actually uh, again for the fourth time Pretty pretty amped to see where that goes. Oh, here's another thing. Um, who could we have on to fill Kenny's spot for the next few weeks? I think that's a good question because he's, he's not going to be in. Uh, now I think it would be more fun if we had like someone different every week. I think that would change the yeah. conversation up. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I don't mind like the same four people for the next eight weeks wherever the fuck it's gonna be you, you know who I like I don't I don't think we've uh, I don't think we've brought him into the conversation for being on the podcast is uh and I really like him is uh Juan oh uh, yeah yeah oh, I could easily get Juan over here yeah yeah honestly we could probably meet up at his house I'd have to talk to him I haven't talked to him since I left that job so um no not not, not, not that Juan Juan uh, Ramirez? Juan Ramirez. Oh, Ramirez. Yeah, that would be a good one. 
Yeah. Yeah, we could probably get Juan Ramirez in one time. Uh, I'll, I'll try to get a hold of him and see what we can do. I'm trying to get who else would. Uh, Tio's already said he would. He would do it. So that's another one. Um, I feel like we need a female in here eventually. Who are our uh, funniest females? Oh shit! See, all the all the ones that I would try to get on here have already told me like that's not my cup of tea or some shit. Like, um, oh, shit. they're like they're scared of that microphone on the table. Mm. I think it's what it is. Yeah, I don't know who. Actually, we. Could, excuse me. Let's look into. I'm gonna look into the group. That's how I'm gonna determine on who who we should ask. Megan Crawford. Okay, I, I haven't <laughs> I haven't catch kept much in contact with her, but uh, I know her husband's a police officer. Yes. So that could be a topic of conversation for sure. That's true. How does it feel to be fucking a cop? <laughs> this would be the first question. Do you feel power knowing that you fuck a cop? <laughs> that you wear the pants and I Do you get it. pulled over with confidence? Yeah. <laughs> um, see, I could easily get... Uh, I don't know if she said yeah. I could probably get Anna on here. Anna okay. Anna is on here. Um, Amber would do it, but she doesn't live around here. She lives in Georgia. Georgia. So. Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, nothing else is really coming in this for me, so. Uh, I think Michelle's already told me no, she won't do it. Even though she's a fan of us. Um, uh, Steph? I don't know, that's a toughie too. Well, eventually, if you're a female and you're listening to this right now, and your name doesn't rhyme with uh, Fernando Bush, uh, <laughs> feel free to message me or... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, message one of us or use the the hashtag uh, hashtag BurnBridgePod, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll figure something out. But yeah, we're 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 definitely gonna get a uh, a female on here. I'm I'm really trying to even out the uh, the ratio of I think the ratio I seen was like ninety one percent men to nine percent women. Yeah, I think is what it said. At our listener rate, that 9% might have been one woman. <laughs> and she hates me, so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure all this out. We're slowly figuring all this out. Uh, who else, though? I have some other fitting people to come on and co-host. T.O. T.O. Juan. A female. Um, you could Juan Rodriguez, too. Yeah. Uh, I could probably get the other Juan. Um, uh, I can't think of anyone else. <laughs> Hear me out on this one. <laughs> Ty. We might be able to pull that off. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Me either. I love Ty. Yeah, I do too. But <laughs> you know who else we could easily get on here? It's Marquis. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes, right? Yes. Marquis was in with us when we were doing the podcast before. Like, he'd come in 
And he was like our Josh Lord. Like, he would sit in. Marquis is one of my favorite people, period. He's one of my favorite people, period. I tell you the story when I I stayed over his house. Matter of fact, I think you were there that night. Yeah. You and. um, It might have been you and your brother. It might have been the night that. Remember, we were. we were hysterically laughing about corn and how untuned their fucking bass was. <laughs> yeah, and the how fucking, fucking love it was. <laughs> yeah, and you could like see the strings fucking like wiggle. Um, it might have been that night. I stayed the night. It was um, Ryan and Haley on the other side. I was on the, the couch. Marquis was in his room. And uh, I woke up, took all my beer and shit through. I was back when I had my little Honda Civic or Honda Accord. I told Ryan and Haley I'd, I'd take them back home. So we're packing up the car and shit. And uh, Marquis outside. He's hugging Haley. He's hugging Ryan. He comes up to me. He's like, all right, big guy. All right, come. And I'm I'm going in for a high five, right? <laughs> Marquis pushes my hand to the side and just hugs me, right? So I'm like, all right, Mark. And I rub his head and shit. And then I let go of the hug. And Marquis still hugging me, right? And it's it's getting to like an awkward like two three seconds after like all right, bro, the hug's done. I literally have to push Marquis off of me, right? His ears in my chest, like he was in that fucking hug real hard, bro. But, Marquis uh, is a lover. I love Marquis, yeah. and I think Marquis loves me. Yeah, I haven't, same. I haven't, I haven't talked to him in a while. Yeah, we we definitely need to get Mark over here. He definitely calls me daddy every time he sees <laughs> Like that's more, like one hundred percent the truth. He calls me daddy. Like that is. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, those are uh, some people we're definitely trying to get over. I know, I know a lot of them will probably say yeah to it. So I have a feeling Marquis would want my OnlyFans link. For sure, <laughs> he would pay. He would pay the ten dollars to. Uh, See some the, the, the nine ninety nine to see me making eye contact with the <laughs> with the camera, without a doubt. The Marquis my boy. I'm trying to get uh, anyone else. That might be it. We won't try to get anyone else, unless you want to. Again, you can. Uh, yeah, you can hit us up. Hit us up. And uh, how are we gonna end this? How do you want to end this? Do you want to link yourself? Uh, Twitter, at Joel Tells Jokes. That's it. I just want to keep plugging that. I'm, You're just plugging Twitter, that's it? Yeah, that's where I'm uh, I'm desperately trying to get some uh, some followers over there. Yeah, and you can find me on Twitter as well. I'm at uh, Ricky Isn't Funny. On Instagram, Ricky Isn't Funny. And then you can just look my crazy-ass name up on... Uh, excuse me on uh facebook and uh yeah follow us on all that and tell us how we're not funny i guess share our shit and uh i want some hate mail that's what i want like even if you don't like us just fuck tell me don't tell it yeah R- ricky's aiming to tell jokes that get him hate mail yeah so I'm, if he's I'm, not getting I'm hate mail, to... he's not hitting hard enough in his opinion yeah and i i'll i'll talk about dead people i'll talk about fucking uh yeah, I, I can keep going. People that will soon be dead. People, yeah, people that are on their way of dying. Uh, I, I literally, like, I want my funeral to be a roast. Uh, I'm going to add that in there as well to my funeral uh, questions or uh, 
uh, list of shit so that like I want. The, your funeral was the roast of Ricky Pacor. Yeah, like look at him, just fucking laying there all dead and shit. Like, <laughs> like, but like standard roast style, where like you know we come up, we rip on everybody else, we rip on you, but then at the end we gotta like give our like <laughs> all the uh, all the pallbearers or the people that are in my uh, my roast. That's what it is. Well, Bridell's gonna have some trouble here. <laughs> Bridell, buckle up. Yep. Hey, it's Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is uh, what's, what episode is this? Five, six, yeah, you ever seven, wonder eight, how? Eight. You ever wonder how Bridell folds a towel? Like some bed sheets or something. Like you can't tuck that shit under his chin. I just want him to give you back that fifty dollars, bro. That's it. If you know Bradell, yeah, you let him know. You let him know. He owes. He owes, he owes Josh <laughs> some diaper money, bro. That Joel. He owes Joel some diaper money. That motherfucker wanted more too. He tried. He tried to get it out of me. He hit me up again. He was like, yo, 30 more dollars, please. That's it. (laughs) Nah, son. (laughs) That baby gonna have to uh, use those diapers he already got or something. Yeah, so so I guess if the the audience doesn't know, he hit me up asking, asking for $20 to get supplies for a baby. And, uh... Me guess, being the uh, the compassionate the compassionate dumbass that I am, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I go twenty dollars. Here's fifty dollars, Brido. <laughs> you pay me back when you can. And uh, that was four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was is a I it's, I'd say it's a couple years ago at this point. It's a couple years ago that happened. And uh, maybe about a year ago. We'll go a year ago that happened. Never saw a dime of that back, and then uh, got hit up months later for thirty more dollars. Bro, you still owe me fifty dollars, <laughs> bro. Dog. Bro, at this point, I'll take the uh, I'll take the original twenty. Like, still, like <laughs> claim the rest as a gift. <laughs> He ain't get shit from me. And I told him. Yeah, bro. I was like, well, so, I, so I can give this to you and you're not paying me back? He's like, what do you mean? I was like, I know what you did to Joel, bro. He ain't doing that shit to me. I called his ass out. I should find the conversation. And leave it. That's what I should do. Let's find this conversation, bro. In all reality, I'm way beyond giving a shit. Like, whatever. I must have deleted it or something. The only thing that's on here says, do you happen to have $20 I can borrow so I can get my daughter medicine? <laughs> and I ain't say shit to it. Well, let me uh, let me go to my uh, conversations here. I'm sure I have everything. Bro, I felt like Drake in God's plan when I blessed him with $30 more than what he asked for. <laughs> like, I'll give you 30 bucks, but I gotta give it to you in ones, and I gotta fucking, like, smack it out of my hand like this. Whatever you catch, you can keep. Oh shit! That's the only one I have for him too. I don't know what happened to the other. Do you happen to have twenty dollars so mm-hmm. I can I can borrow so I can get my mm-hmm. daughter medicine? That's the same <laughs> fucking thing he just sent me. Just copy and pasted it. They're like twelve people. Shut up. Yeah, it was definitely about a year ago because this happened in January and this was after like all the initial. He must have deleted all of his past all the past conversations and shit or something because I I didn't delete it. I know I didn't. 
So yeah, follow me on everything at Ricky Isn't Funny, Instagram and Twitter. Follow Joel at uh, Joel Tells Jokes. Joel Tells Jokes on Twitter, and then follow the podcast on everything Burn Bridge Pod on everything. And uh, yeah, this is what episode number eight. We've done eight. Well, we've put out eight, I should say. So, yeah. Uh, I got my original uh, thank you and I love you. Uh, Peace.